Hey guys, this is Chris Napholtz. And this is David. We are Drop Disgusta. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, we are powered by Amplified Events. To learn more about the great work they do, visit ampyourevent.com. We would also like to thank and welcome our digital marketer, Aaron Talent. If you're a fan of the show, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Drop Disgusta Podcast. And whatever you're doing this week, make sure you hashtag drop the dis. Here's the show. A couple drinks in, uh, but uh, we're drop disgusted. My name is Chris Napoltz. My name is David Bash. It took us 30 minutes to get here, but we're here now. Yes, and uh, just for y'all to know at home, this is a take two on both of these guests. Yeah. Mm. Um, so we're very is that what this is? Yeah, it, both, of you, both of you. Uh, this is the pity take. Yeah. That's what this, is. this episode is not going uh, on anything, but we are recording it so you can show your family. We just, wanted, guys, we just, we just wanted the booze. Well, yeah, we just the wanted the booze and the, booze. the good company oh, the booze. conversation. Booze, the like like the alcohol. not like ghost booze. So okay. so on booze. that topic, our guests today are Ross McDaniel and Zach McCabe. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. That was very energetic. And uh, okay, cool. So we're here to talk about you guys. We think, um, but. <laughs> Uh, this is our Halloween special, yes. uh, so we're really excited about how both of you went equally all out on your costumes. Yes, yeah, equal. Um, very equal. So Zach, Zach really did kind of half do a costume. Yeah, but it's okay because everyone else stepped up for you. I think you know. I think you did a good job, Bash. With I think I costume. did a great job. There's realistic like, backstory to like, both of ours. Yeah, for sure. we're yeah. hard working class people. Yeah. I am too. What I'm you on vacation. Say? Well, you're a teacher. You're not a real person. No. I'm a redneck. So, so for context, uh, Chris is Joe Dirt. Uh, actually, I'm not. What are you? I'm not Joe Dirt. What are you? I'm just a redneck. All right. Chris is a redneck. That's, that's offensive. offensive to somebody, for yeah. sure. <laughs> which I don't one? Know who, but somebody. Which, which one? <laughs> probably the Joe Dirt. I don't Dirt. care about you. Probably the rednecks, you know? So, so uh, I am uh, Jimmy Buffett on vacation. Is that what you are? That's what I really? am. I actually oh. looked up a picture of Jimmy Buffett. And put together an ensemble that was kind of close to what he wears. So the headphones part of the ensemble? The headphones, uh, Jimmy Buffett, actually, fun fact, never travels without headphones. So he can always listen to Margaritaville. I don't think that's true. You're right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that was a fantastic ad lib backstory. Though. Thank you. Yeah. My character. <laughs> My character. I snuffed it out right, right. We yeah. need to go to Le Chat and do some some improv. Okay, so I'm representing the everyman. I am the uh, tired dad of two, fresh off of his uh, construction job. So I've equipped my. You're supporting a whole family, laying bricks. And what's your ridiculous costume, Zach? Because I can't even tell what it's supposed to be. I'm a pirate. I don't get. I don't see that. I have a. a, This is called tripoint hat. What do you call this? Got a bandana. Got like some kind of weird neckerchief. Where? Where did you? Got buckles on my shoes. Where did you find a costume like that? I got on at at, uh, Vintage Uli on Broad Broad Street. Awesome. Did you you buy it? 
No, I rented it. You're renting it. And Incredible. was it like, uh, did you have a one, is it one week or two week or? So it's like uh, 10 or 11 days or something like that. So I have a question. <laughs> so I'm it's going like to, I'm going to a pirate themed murder mystery party oh. this weekend. Oh, that's fantastic. So it really worked out for us. Well, time out, awesome. time out. When you were looking for this costume, were you looking at I don't know the drinks you were making and you wanted the uh, costume? Or did you go in thinking, I want to be a pirate? Because I know Vintage Uli, I've been inside. I've been in there for a, you know, a couple times looking at stuff. They've got like, a lot of like, stuff. Like, were you like, hey, what costume is going to look good on me? And they were like, nothing. And you were like, I'll be a pirate then. <laughs> this is the roast of Zach. <laughs> I actually got the pirate costume because of the murder mystery party. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I'm sorry I'm being so mean. I'm going to stop. I, I get to pull triple duty. I get to wear it here. I get to wear it for trick-or-treaters. Yep. And yeah. I get to wear it uh, this weekend. I like That's that awesome. you did the most important thing first, and then you went down after that. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, okay. I have, so, I have one more question. Vintage yeah. is the place, right? Mm-hmm. So, outside of Halloween or some other, like, themed party, per se, like murder mystery dinner or something, why else would somebody else go there? Like, what else do they offer, and who are they catering to? So they, they sell vintage clothes at, 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 as well. There's, like, the vintage clothes side where you can, like, go buy vintage clothing. And then there's the, the costume rental side. So they're catering to anybody that's interested in vintage clothing. Very cool. <clears throat> Sweet. Yeah. So we're going to we're, – we're off script. We're going to go on script for a second. Who knows how long we'll stay on. We're going to talk about you guys. Um, since you guys do not work together really in any way, we're kind of just going to talk about your backstory, how you got to Augusta. And, and kind of why you decided to do what you're doing now. So do we have volunteers to go first, or I'll pick someone? I think Ross should go first. I think Ross should go first, too. Okay. I was going to pick him, honestly. I'm the homer. Yeah. This is light's red. Does that mean it's on? Is it recording, or is it on mute? Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, so I'm born and raised in Augusta, Georgia. I'm I not a transplant. Um, yeah, a lot of guys come on the show that have uh, either moved here for a job or... Um, have moved here for school or something else. And then there's other folks like Adam Fulmer, I think, uh, was on last time, who is a lot like me, been here for the better part of 30 years. Um, so I'm one of those guys. And shout out Adam Fulmer. Shout out Adam Fulmer. We're in the fan club. <clears throat> yeah, Adam, I said you were my spirit animal after that last episode, um, if you're mm-hmm. listening. But, um, yeah, so born and raised here. I uh, have a wife, uh, a, a dog named Marley, a wife named Brittany, a <laughs> son named Max, who is two. And uh, I have, as of last Monday, a daughter named Sully. So we are yeah, a full house. Congratulations. And I'm going to keep wearing out the data two thing, like super, <clears throat> super proud of that one, badge of honor. Um, we got to get some dad jokes in before you leave. Please, I welcome the dad jokes. No, you need to make them. Oh, I can make you're some dad jokes. You're the only. Are, are you a dad? You. I relate I am to the not dad, a dad jokes. Yeah, you're the only dad in this group. Yeah. Hey! You're, you're not, you're in not really group. in this group. <laughs> whiskey closet. You're in the yeah. whiskey closet, sir. I'll lay down some dad jokes for sure. But, uh, yeah. Are you, are you recording anything back there? Maybe. Good, I hope you are. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Um, yeah, my story is pretty simple. I grew up uh, here in Augusta, went to Westminster Schools of Augusta, actually with Chris here. Mm-hmm. Uh, then went to Augusta U. Uh, when Augusta U. Augusta I like U. That. It was Augusta State, Georgia Regents. I graduated with both. I was the inaugural Georgia Regents and then Georgia Regents. Oh, you got both? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, wow, Chris, actually. that's really cool that they gave him both. Yeah, it's all good. We got it worked out. <laughs> I know a guy. I now know a guy who's hooking me up. I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, but now it's a guest to you, so, like, do right. our, our diplomas mean? Yeah. You, no. The backstory is... Uh, the answer is no. I got a Georgia Regions University diploma, and they refused to give me an Augusta U, though I am getting an Augusta U alumni pack, like... Whatever. That's awesome. I need to go after that too. I would like actually a Georgia uh, Health Sciences University diploma. Yeah, me well. too. Oh, that'd be a great idea. <laughs> Can we get? Are they we just pay? giving those out? Yeah, no, they're like so. trading cards, really. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do they do um, Bachelor of Arts degrees from the sciences school? I wouldn't, no, no, no. It was a Bachelor of Business Administration. Yeah, mine's an arts degree. Oh, okay. <laughs> Represent, Political Represent. science is an art. Oh. Political science is a beautiful art. The arts Political are beautiful in general. Political science is a science. Right? Right? That is true. Right? I should have been at the medical school. Okay, anyways, so with the great ideas, <laughs> Zach, tell us your story. Uh, I moved here about four years ago. Almost four years ago to the day. When, when, was, when is your anniversary? Of living here? Yeah. Uh, so we closed in our house on November 2nd, 2015. Wow. And we arrived at Augusta the day before Halloween. So That's awesome. Almost. So to, if this was so tomorrow. Like, tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. Or, or yesterday <laughs> when this is posted, I think. Yeah, we're recording this 1029, <laughs> but we're actually posting this uh, the day after your anniversary. Yeah, we're posting on Halloween. Yeah. So Augusta anniversary. Yeah, my That's wife and I moved down here from my D.C. AUG. Um. So what yeah. made you guys move here? My job. I'm an engineer. Um, an engineer pirate who makes drinks. Yeah, that pretty much sums me up. That's incredible. Hey, we have two dogs. Your resume must be spectacular. <laughs> What's the order of people at home? Is it your dogs and then your wife? Okay. Uh, <laughs> we got to re-record. <laughs> take three. Take three. <laughs> it's actually my, my booze collection. Oh, okay, then my yeah, dogs. Yeah, yeah. And then my wife. Okay, Brittany, yeah. I love you. Marley does not take precedence, I promise. <laughs> Okay. Is that a dad joke? I, no, that was too good to be a dad <laughs> no, that joke. Was just, <laughs> that was like on the money and everything. Yeah, All right, so dad jokes are coming. Can we talk to Ross about something? No, I don't want to talk to Ross. So, Ross, you, <laughs> when we were when we first had this recording, when we first met, uh, we talked about how PowerServe merged with Newfire. Yeah. Uh, would you like to... So now it's kind of finished now happening. It, now it has happened. The word is out. But how yeah. is that going? So... For, and what does that mean for Augusta? Again, for those of you that aren't watching, um, <laughs> no, New Fire and Power Serve merged back in June. Um, New Fire has brought 10 years of digital advertising experience. Power Serve brings um, the web app development and uh, other heavier duty software side of things. And so together, we're, we're a powerhouse that's ready to take Augusta by storm. Actually, rebrand materials are coming out um, in a really? couple of weeks. So really? we've rebranded. We'll be ready to show the world what it looks like. Uh, really excited about it. But new name? No new name. No, no new, new name. name. Okay. Yeah, I feel, feel very confident telling you no new name. So okay. what, what's the New process? colors. New colors? Maybe. Ooh. As with every rebrand, you got to have some secrecy, right? Yeah. So we're, we're in Augusta, and we're having this, like, big city style. You know, I'm just going to say it to make it seem a little cool, but we're having this, like, big city style, you know, merger that's going on with these two relatively big companies. So, like, 
from a local company, not a huge company, but a big local company that does a lot, what does that look like for Augusta? Yeah, I think it's really indicative um, as to where Augusta's heading as a whole, right? It's not uh, take PowerServe and NewFire out of it. Uh, I think that Augusta is organically heading in a direction where tech, cyber, um, digital, uh, marketing, even industry, craft, like take all the things that are really booming in the world and America today, like those are happening now in Augusta. And I think for the longest time, Augusta's been uh, the proverbial, we're just 10 years behind, but that gap's beginning to close. And I think this merger uh, is maybe one thing that represents uh, heading in that direction. I think over the past couple of years, we saw TaxLayer really say, we're going to invest in Augusta. We're going to build downtown. We're going to start revitalizing um, a very historic building and park our people there. We saw Loop do it. We've seen Weir Stewart, Soul Bar, Nacho Mama, yeah. Stillwater. All of those folks have been there forever, <clears throat> right? And they've, they've said, we're investing. And now everybody else is coming along, too. And I think that's personally my favorite thing about the merger was uh, I now get to be on Broad Street. So back to your original question. I think it represents progress. I think the gap is closing between us and other cities, and everybody needs to jump on quick. Well, thank you. So we're going to take a break. (laughs) Okay. Now that we've met our guests, we're going to come back. We're going to – so we're about to be back and tasting cocktails, but before we do that, uh, we do want to talk about how this episode is sponsored by WeCo. Uh, That is him. And I was going to say more, but I'm not going to. No, uh, so (laughs) – Wico uh, is is a fantastic company. They are doing all of our production. They do graphic design, photography, drone footage, all this crazy stuff. We really need to look into somebody else. His office is downtown. <laughs> He's a great personality. Sitting in the whiskey closet in the back, Wico Studios. Uh, I do want to shout out our. I'm gonna. No, no, don't give him any more to drink. I'm gonna go ahead and call you our alcohol sponsor of the week. Uh, and that's going to be all equal parts, which is Zach. Uh, that's your uh, that's your uh, social media handle. Is that right? Yeah, Instagram. Instagram. Okay, so he's an Instagram fiend. Uh, he's going to be posting pictures of all these drinks, and you guys are going to get to look at the great things that we're putting in our bodies today. Yes. What an odd way to say that. that I, I was trying to figure <clears throat> out the best way to say it and make it weird. Go it's a very basic witch. Basic, basic witch <clears throat> Yeah. So anyways, thank you, Zach. Uh, thank you, All Equal Parts, uh, which is also Zach, and thank you to WeCo. Yes, thank um, you. We will now continue with this conversation. And I since think. we're back, uh, we are and back. because this is a uh, kind of a take two, could you please re-explain the All Equal Parts and where that came from? All Equal Parts. Yeah. Um, so that's like a phrase about cocktail ingredients, if you will. So All Equal Parts <clears throat> is my Instagram handle. It's like a, a phrase terminology used for simple cocktails right so like, uh-huh. like a negroni a last word corpse reviver number two it's you know all the ingredients in all equal parts but it's also uh, a nod to kind of me trying to do simple things and and to try try to elevate the cocktail culture of augusta by explaining how simple it is to make craft cocktails and to kind of demystify that in a way right and all equal parts is a very simple drink to make it's all equal parts. You don't That's even awesome. have to measure. That's cool. That's a really cool name. How do you get your name, uh, Ross? Well, I think it dates back, you know, several thousand years at this point, probably. <laughs> um, my grandfather's grandfather's grandfather uh, 
passed it down to me. I don't me. think that's thousands of years, but you go ahead. No, no, we're going to keep going. Ross was not a name back a thousand years ago. Guys, you don't know. Guys, it's more like Abram or something I, like my that. My name has yeah. just as Are compelling you named after like Ross Perot? Actually, no. But that's I've gotten that before. You should have done that. You, you know, you could have been like, I'm a dark horse. Nobody sees me coming, but I, you know, but I lose Katie the election Perry. anyways. Oh man, that's sorry. good. That's a political science deep cut, <laughs> borderline dad joke. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I graded I graded a B plus. I'm sorry. Sweet, that's better than my C earlier. A, no, it was a B. Yeah. I would say we're gonna try some cocktails, but at this point, you guys know we're gonna continue to drink cocktails. Yes. Um, the, Tell us about your cocktail. The the witch flip? The basic witch flip. The basic witch flip. Well, you <laughs> Do know, you like it? What it's are your almost thoughts? like it's I like hear if a fried say, egg was a coffee. <laughs> that is actually what happened. That's David, what happened. let me just tell you something. If I'm you did leave. not know that there was an egg. Would you have said, "Oh, there's an egg in that"? No, I definitely wouldn't have. Exactly. But I do know, and that's what's the that's the mental barrier that. Hence I'm Hence the argument right now. that you've had a cocktail with an egg in it. Before. Yes, you have. That's, oh, no, I, I get that. Yes, I would say that I love it, this. It, I definitely get the. I would uh, say that the I, PSL. I say, so yeah, pumpkin spice latte. I do. Basic witch. Yes. Why is it called that? So like, basic witch, like basic. Oh, Ooh. nice! And it's a pumpkin spice—it's a pumpkin spice flip. Ooh, What's a flip? I like it. What does that flip mean? A flip is a drink with an egg in it. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, there it is. <laughs> did you cook it? <laughs> there it is. No, I did not cook it. Full disclosure: David Bash does not want to taste. I prefer this. my eggs over easy. How similar <laughs> is this to what I want? Very similar. It's scrambled. <laughs> it's one step away. Very, very similar. Is this the yolk and the the whites? It's the whole egg. <laughs> My goodness. Not the shells. Dude, this is so good. So this it's supposed to be delicious. like a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, I like that. So you get that, like, you get the, the clove and the ginger in there. It's very good. It's mm, you want vanilla. You- <laughs> All right, David, hand it over. Let me try it. Yeah. You can try it. On that note. And a little bit of uh, coffee liqueur in there. Mm. So it's supposed- it does have a little coffee taste. It is this very is fantastic. good. Love it. I love it. PSL. You know, honestly, to me, this vibes as like a Christmas drink, so I could take this all the way to New Year's. That's a three-month cocktail. That's Damn three way. months of salmonella. But um, on that note... <laughs> man. I actually aged my eggnog, no lie. It's delicious. Why do you... It was like a Petri dish. <laughs> <laughs> I aged it in the fridge, if that helps, but I... That does it. help. <laughs> that does help a lot. <laughs> all right. But you notice that mine is almost gone. And- so, in that note, uh, all equal parts slash stack... Um, you have prepared some cocktails for us. What are we sipping on right now? And I think that we should talk about what we're sipping on right now before we drink them. Am I allowed to pour another one? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more, too. <laughs> oh, so nice. I just threw together a punch. Um, it's just a rum punch I made, a little bit of... Because you're a pirate. Because I'm dressed as a pirate. That's that's why the rum punch is... The rum <clears> punch <throat> today. Uh, lemon juice, lime juice. I made an oleosaccharin with some lemon peel. A sherry. What? Uh... Whiskey didn't know all of those words. I just want to uh, let you know. So I, and he's not the only one. I didn't know all of those. I knew every word you said. Is, uh, so I peeled some lemons and I put some sugar with the peeled lemons and then put it in a bag <laughs> and then let the oil seep out of the lemon oh, peel into the sugar. Sacrum, oleo. Now, is this oil. something it's that sad. you've learned how to do over time or is this stuff you've done on research? 
Um, you know? So, like, I didn't invent punch, if that's what you were meaning. Well, the, I know like exactly the, what the you're saying. The sugar with the... That is just a bunch of one-liners. <laughs> so, <laughs> I hear what you're saying, The Zach. one-liner pirate. So, but. I, I, I learned... I read a book called Punch a couple of years ago, and that kind of demystified some of the history of punch to okay. me. Okay, okay. So, it was a mystery to you before as well, even though you just gave me a slide comment. Slide, snide, slide, snide. I think you need to name a drink after that sentence. Slide comment. A, sli uh, a oh, slide. slide comment. That's a good, good. This, this could be slide comment punch. Ooh, slide like comment it. punch. But we, so we did just, name a beer for tap thirty three. That's great. I so I made the punch with <laughs> rum great. because I'm a pirate, and I'm pouring <laughs> it out of a pitcher Ooh, I was and glasses. Ask, actually, I was going to ask. These are pretty cool uh, glasses, and it looks like you got it from a pirate ship. But did you? <laughs> no, I actually got it at American Journeyman. You didn't oh, get it from a pirate ship. That was a fantastic lead-in. Uh, can we go ahead and try the uh, the first cocktail? The next cocktail? Yeah. What do you guys want to try next? What do we got? What do got? What's the situation do you over want here? stirred and boozy or boozy and refreshing? Let's start with stirred and boozy because I like to end on refreshing, as mm. you can tell by my, my Jimmy Buffett costume. <clears throat> you don't want the, the boozy and refreshing one, Chris? Trust me, I do. I saw your post today. And I liked what you said, <laughs> or was it a was it Augusta Connection that said that? Or you, I thought I feel like you said that one. I, well, I write the post for Augusta okay, Connection. Okay, okay. So yeah, that, I write those the the drink blog article, the weekly sip. Yeah, the weekly sip. I love it. What's going on here? Uh, so I'm just stirring the drink. To make things simple, I, I poured the drink into a glass. I batched it up before we got here. Yeah. And I just put a big old cube in a glass with the drink in it, and I'm just stirring it to chill it down and give it some dilution. So what's the what, when when you see like the big, you know, blocks of ice in in the the liquor connoisseur's world? What's the what's the reason for using those? Because I see that you always have the the very large ice cubes. So they're actually terrible to stir with. Okay, they're I terrible to stir with. I okay. see that. Not necessarily because of like the ergonomics of it, or like because it's like more difficult, just because they don't uh, melt very quickly. Okay. And when you stir, you actually want it to melt because that gives you your chilling and your dilution. A little bit uh. of voltage. So you got to stir these a little bit longer, but because I'm coming here out of a book bag, it's, yes. a little, it's a little easier to do this. Okay. Which it seems like it's getting easier to be mobile with your. With your setup, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're getting pretty. In good. our first episode that was not aired because it sounded so bad, sorry, people. Uh, you were telling us a little bit about how to make clear ice. Oh yeah. And how do you make clear ice? Oh, that was cool. I forgot and I, about that. That whole the way the process of doing it is so simple. However, it is so genius. So make clear ice. Uh, so the, you get un, you get cloudy ice from uh, air bubbles and impurities in the water being trapped in to the ice cubes. We're good. As as they uh, as they freeze, they freeze from the outside in. So you think you're pushing all those impurities and air bubbles that are in your water in towards the middle of an ice cube, right? If you mm -hmm. just put an ice tray in in your freezer. But if you instead put an insulated vessel, like a cooler or a thermos, and you only have one side open, so think about a cooler that has six sides, right? Yeah. 
and you leave the top off of a cooler, put that in your refrigerator, or excuse me, in your, in your freezer, you're now forcing the, the freezing mechanism to go from the top down. So that pushes all the impurities and the air bubbles inside the water to the bottom. Mm. So you can push all that That's down and then cut off the bottom if you get a, f- a full <clears throat> block or if yeah. you pull it out of the freezer before it freezes all the way through, you just get clear ice. That's so cool. Very cool. Now we can all make clear ice. I need to do that. I We learned this a while ago, and I still don't do it. Well, do you have something big enough to do that with? No. Okay. I, I think, think that's my problem. All right, so what is this drink? And, and you're going to get to try it too, Rob. <clears throat> so for those of you that can't see, which is all of you. <laughs> really? The, have you ever thought about doing, like, an NPR speaking part? Like, I'm telling you. You could get right into the and, mic and be, and oh. no, need to get together. Yeah. Me and Aaron? Yeah. yeah. Aaron's a cool guy. <laughs> so I will have the audience know that Ross is the only one that got a special bottle when he arrived. He did. He did. But he also shared it with us, so... So what are we drinking? <laughs> so... Sharing. This uh, drink I call Old Hampshire. Okay. Uh, not New Hampshire. Not New Hampshire. And not Old Fashioned. No. Mm. Um, it's actually sort of like a Vucare, if you guys are familiar with that drink. Or I'm gonna, I'll be the one that says, I am not. So I will say that I've never heard of that word before. Vucare? Yeah. You ever been to New Orleans? Nope. I, I've been to New Orleans, but I have not. Bro, first you, of you're all, from there. <laughs> first of all, I've been to Nolens. Nolens, yeah, Second sure. of all, <laughs> I've still not had that drink. So... If you speak French, you're probably saying I'm pronouncing it wrong. But that's how they say it in, in uh, New Orleans or Nolens. There you go. Is Vucare, it means old square. So it's it's uh, talking about the French Quarter, the okay. old square. Okay. So it's it's tip, traditionally a Vucare is rye whiskey. It's, I would expect this to be a hurricane based on what you're saying. And clearly it's oh. not. So, <laughs> so <laughs> rye whiskey, cognac, sweet vermouth, and Benedictine and bitters. But in this version here, I swapped out a couple of the ingredients and did a some apple brandy, uh, some French rum, so a rum agricole. Sticking with the rum. That's right, pirate. And I did <laughs> some sweet vermouth and then some allspice dram and some vanilla syrup. Okay. So it should be a little bit spicy, a touch sweet, but it's going to be pretty boozy and a little bit of nice brightness on the nose from the lemon peel. To your name, though, you just outlined some super complex <laughs> ingredients, processes, I'm super glad like that. you're saying this. No, no, no. Because I've been saying it the whole time. No, I think it's important to note, though. Like, I didn't tell you guys the ratio, though. Whoa, Whoa go are ahead. Are they all equal? <laughs> They're not all equal, but the, the brandy and the, the vermouth and the rum are all equal parts. So it's just a, that and a quarter ounce of, of the mixture of allspice dram and vanilla and some bitters. But my point is, this is a fantastic cocktail, and there are equally as fantastic cocktails that don't necessarily have to be all those crazy ingredients you mixed in. No, there absolutely doesn't. It just need wouldn't to be. be quite as good. No, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I mean, say, let, let the compliment happen. Don't be upset. This is incredible. I appreciate that. Um, Seriously. But I'll say, I've been, you know, I've been at this cocktail thing for quite a while now. Not like as a professional, but as a hobby, like as yeah. a passion. I like that. So what got and, you into cocktails? Because um, the people at home don't know. We know, but the people at home don't know. We know, but remember, 
they don't know. I gotcha. Just so okay. you know, the people at home, they don't know. Those that aren't watching? That's what the captain says. No one that's watching. Wait, which so, is the captain? You? I'm the captain. Or you? I'm the Commodore, then. Oh. Uh, you can't be a Commodore. Okay, we're going to... I'm below the deck, off. having a good time. Probably so, below something. <laughs> I, I think as far as, like, good... Co- like, I just... I, I, I'm pretty proud of this cocktail. I mm. made, it, made it about a year ago, and I, I've been, like, tweaking it a little bit here and there uh, over time. But... Uh, although I'm very, very proud of this, I still don't think it can beat something like a simple classic, like a daiquiri. Like I think it's really. Like a, a, I think a classic daiquiri is one of the best drinks ever. If it's done right, his daiquiri is not what your daiquiri is in your mind right now, dude. So it's just like I'm a good, sure. a good I'm white rum. I'm thinking of Wet Willies. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's yeah. That's, that's, that, that's dac- exactly that's what I'm talking daiquiri, about. Yeah. Slushy with a shot of Everclear. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Wait, blue. Wrong. Blue. <laughs> Blue and white together. So the swirl, the swirl. If the listeners don't know, a, a classic daiquiri is just typically it's about two ounces of a good quality white rum. It's three quarters ounce of lime juice and three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup. So Shaking, it's not a sonic uh, slushy with Everclear in it. No, it's super simple, and I think it's one of the best drinks. I think my recipe is super simple, but yours sounds pretty good. So I can't argue with that. But to say how I got into cocktails <laughs> originally, like I've I've like through my twenties, like anybody, like I had this liquor cabinet hodgepodge of like random things over the last you know five years or something. When I was like twenty five, and there's like a bottle of like Knob Creek or Maker's Mark in there, and there's like yeah. two bottles of Bacardi that have like uh, and, like weirdly like low levels or weirdly full levels. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's like some Baileys because there's, there's just Baileys in there. Right. And, and like, you gotta have Baileys. Every I, refined kitchen has a Baileys. And so I, I get to the point where I'm, I'm looking at this cabinet. I'm like, this is taking up space. I either need to do something about this or as in get rid of it or use it. And right. because I was like, well, I don't want to waste it or maybe I can give it away. But I was just, I'm just going to look up how to make a cocktail, how to make an old fashioned. Yeah. That's the first one I started yeah. with. This is like maybe four and a half years ago. So this and was before you came to Augusta, but it's pretty close to when you came to Augusta. It's, the the like the hobby slash passion definitely took off after I got here. So it was a big cool. year for you. It was a huge year for me. I also got married that year. There you <laughs> have it, folks. Augusta breeds passion. Ooh. Come to Augusta, you'll find your passion, uh, find a great job, and get married. Sorry. So you started making cocktails. You made the old-fashioned. And I just started like kind of like cut cut that bug of like I want to I want to learn more like wow this is actually delicious like what else could I make like, kind of thing w- why haven't I had this before mm-hmm. and then it went to a whiskey sour right because I, I I decided that I was into whiskey without actually being I'm, just, I'm a whiskey fan I just like, everyone's yeah. into whiskey when they first I'm well, a whiskey guy yeah I'm a yeah. Guy. so so then like now now I I'm looking at like oh oh uh, whiskey sour oh, I don't really like those they're like weirdly sweet and like made with some weird powder mix or something like that and then I looked at the recipe and it's like wow that's really simple it's just mm-hmm. lemon juice simple syrup and whiskey that's it mm-hmm. and I was wow, this is delicious. And it just started building one after the other. And then it got to weird esoteric ingredients that I had to, like, order from the liquor store because I didn't eggs. stock it. <laughs> Egg drinks. Eggs actually came pretty early because eggs are delicious in a whiskey sour that I just talked about. Mm. You know what? You're a crazy person, but I respect it. Not full eggs in whiskey sour, but egg whites in a whiskey sour. Ah, okay, I've heard of that. Well, I've heard so, of that. So, I have heard of that. I've never drank it, but I've heard of it. 
I was just going to say, I think that's, I think it's incredible. The backstory is one of the things that um, sparked a friendship between Zach and I, and I think tying into like why I'm even closely relevant to uh, to a podcast like this is just <laughs> because I think there are hey, a ton man. of a ton of guys like me and girls and women and men like me out here in Augusta that are just really excited about the people who have crafts, who have skills, who are passionate about. Um, their thing and are saying, Hey, I'm not going to take my thing to another city, take my thing to wherever home originally was, um, or take my thing to wherever else they're saying, I'm going to take my thing here and I'm going to try to grow it and watch it thrive and and watch it be great. And all that contributes to, uh, Augusta and the community. So I just think it's really cool that you're investing in it. Have you ever considered a motivational podcast? No, I have not. I'm Does considering it want to do a motivational <laughs> podcast. You know, we'll hook you guys up. I think I think you guys should talk. But that's really cool. This drink is delicious. What is this drink called again? Yeah, Old Hampshire. The Old, Old Hampshire. Hampshire. So, like, if people are hearing us say all of these random drinks and like in their head, like they probably have no idea what it even looks like. Don't are worry. I'm, posting- Insta- I'm Instagramming it right now. Okay. Don't worry. Well, we're posting pictures of it, but are you posting pictures of this kind of stuff on your on your Instagram? Yeah, that's all I do pretty much is just sweet. post pictures of cocktails. At all equal parts. Honestly, equal parts. sweet. How do you have a studio for those drinks? Because those pictures look incredible. Thanks, man. Um, Literally. No, no studio. Craft. I, I I just uh, craft. Don't tell me it's the iPhone with four cameras on it. It's no, not it's, the iPhone. It's not the iPhone with okay. four cameras. Um, but I just I Product set up a, like a nice table <laughs> and like a bounce board and a backdrop and kind of just go for it. And I wait for wait for some good lighting. There's like select times during the day. My well, one window it gets looks some incredible. good lighting. I like how you add the fruit on the side and all the ingredients are in the background, but it's not what you're really showcasing. It's the drink. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's all about perfect. the drink, and it's really what it's about is, I mean, some of the drinks I make, like, they're they're definitely complicated. There's some weird ones out there that I've definitely posted, but a lot of them are very simple, too. But it's, I'm trying to, like I said before, elevate that cocktail culture in Augusta yeah. and, and demystify, like, how to make a classic or a weird modern drink that people can find the ingredients or ask me about them or... They already have them because there's four ingredients in the drink and they're sugar, lime, bitters, and a gin, you know? Yeah. I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, they can look at it and like, oh, hey, I can make that drink. Yeah. And then they make it and then they know what a classic, a good craft cocktail will taste like and know right. that they don't have to go to New York City or go to Craft uh, and Vine on Broad Street or go to somewhere else to get it. They can do it at home. And when they go to another bar where they're not getting a good drink, right? they know that they're not getting a good drink. Well, even on the flip side, so one thing, it was hard for me in college to go. In college, you didn't go and order an old-fashioned. I didn't go to a bar and order an old-fashioned. I used to kill whiskey sours. You would do whiskey sours and Red Bull vodka. That's what you did. Red Bull vodka, man. That's like the cocktail drink in college. So, uh, I guess another, the flip side is you learn what it tastes like and then you feel confident to spend your money on something like that when you're out with your friends. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that's the flip side of it and that's what I think about it all. You know, now I'm tasting all these things. I know how it tastes. And, you know, I know where not to order an old-fashioned, and I know where to spend the big bucks to order an old-fashioned. It is what it is. And so that's the flip side of it all. 
Yes. And so I and so I think it's a full round 360 full circle for the whole thing what you're doing with the cocktail in Augusta, which is awesome. So on that topic, what are y'all's favorite cocktails when you go out? Zach, what's your favorite cocktail? I don't have a favorite cocktail really. Like, what's your favorite drink? Like, okay, I'm a bartender. Situations reversed. What would you ask me for? I mean, if you yeah. were particular, if if David Bash was yeah. the bartender, yeah, assuming I was good, roasted, <laughs> <laughs> and I would make a really good whiskey neat. I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, I think for me, it's like it, it's always been an old fashioned, and um, yeah. like the rest of America have always said, I'm a whiskey guy or a bourbon guy is what mm-hmm. I've said. But um, I mean, before being Zach, I, I fancied myself a, a connoisseur and. Obviously was not, but yeah, old fashioned all day, every day. If not that, in Manhattan, depending on like the mm-hmm. scope and scale of a, yeah. of a bar, depending on what we're doing. Well, yeah, depending on where we are. Okay, so we have one more drink, right? Yeah. Let's try it. Okay. I just need to share that. Yeah, we'll share it. <laughs> so what are we drinking right now? I I see these cool glasses. I see Hidden Harbor Zombie on it. But what what are we drinking? The, the, that's just the name of a tiki bar that I bought the glasses from. But they're pretty cool well, glasses. They are super cool on it. It's got like a uh, if you a, see a the hunter. the weekly sip uh, from from Tuesday. Laura Croft. If you yeah. see the she weekly sip from Tuesday, you will see a picture of one of these glasses because this is the drink that I posted on Tuesday for the weekly sip yes. on Augusta Connection. I saw that, and this is called the Dream Eater. You're right about one thing. <laughs> Wait, what is it called? Dream Eater. So Dream what, Eater. what's in the what's in this? So there's apple brandy, there's tequila, there's Jamaican rum. I can taste the tequila. Yeah. <laughs> lime juice, uh, grapefruit juice. Oh no, all I taste is the uh, lime juice. <laughs> it's a refined palate, folks. All, all, <laughs> all spice, uh, honey, and a little bit of uh, almond syrup called I taste the, I do. T- I do taste the honey. I oh, taste and the sherry. Syrup, I forgot about sherry. <laughs> the almond syrup is delicious. All right, cool. So, so during during a break, we were kind of talking about your inspiration for this drink, yes. uh, Zach. And and so you were kind of talking to me about you said it's based on a zombie. Yeah, that's right. It's based on like the original zombie recipe, which is like an old, old, very, very boozy tiki drink. So like me being an uncultured liquor drinker, as anybody who watches this sh- listens to the show now knows, um, like uh, what what does a zombie mean? Like what is like what kind of culture is that? Like what does that mean? So Where's zom- that come from? Zom- the zombie drink comes from uh, a guy by the name of Don, Don the Beachcomber at one of the like original tiki bars. I don't know why I didn't expect you to know this much information, but I was wrong. Keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, high level. Uh, it, high it's, level. It, it's it's <laughs> a old school tiki drink. Tiki being like fake Polynesian Caribbean sure. vibe of a... Of South a, Florida. Hawaii. It's actually rented in Oakland, but oh, wow! <laughs> uh, but uh, Is that why the Raiders the are Oakland skull? Raiders because they invented the yeah. zombie. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But uh, original tea drink it had a lot of booze in it. A whole like four ounces of booze in the original version, including an ounce of like 151 proof rum. So it was crazy boozy. And, like, the original, the guy that created it put it on his menu and limited it to two per person. Like, that was all he would serve you. That's reasonable. And it was, 
some people will say that the two per person limit wasn't really because he was worried about people's well-being in like the post-prohibition world. It was more of like a dare. Like, I dare you to drink Ooh. two of these. Okay. Um, so in that vein, I tried to make something very boozy, but incorporate something. I will say this is very boozy. It's quite boozy. But quite refreshing. Exactly, it Chris. It is super refreshing. I made this drink with you in mind. No, no well, lie. I appreciate it. Seriously, if I uh, didn't have to drive home tonight, <laughs> I'd be downing this because it's so refreshing. So what was your inspiration for this take on it? So for this take, I wanted to... I was really been really into apple brandy lately and trying to incorporate those kind of fall like apple flavors. Um, I obviously wanted to make a zombie for Halloween, sure. right? Very boozy, right. Um, but also the zombie nod, right? It's Halloween zombies, monsters, all that stuff. But I wanted to do like apple brandy, and apple brandy actually goes pretty well with uh, tequila. Um, it's a weird combination. Fun, but fun fact: <laughs> How did you learn that? I mean. A lot of trial and error, okay. and That's what uh, I like to hear. trial and error, and like you know, uh, a couple of modern classic cocktails. You see, like you're like, oh, really? Those two ingredients? Let's see what happens. Oh, okay, that that actually works. Cool. And then I threw in some really funky rum because I wanted that like overproof, like ripe mm. banana note kind of on the back of the palate to kind of like <laughs> seek sneak into this one. Interesting. And it's also overproof, which is uh, sort of the nod to the original what that, zombie. What does that mean? Overproof. Over 100 proof. Okay. Um, so like Bacardi 151 is what comes to mind for me. Man, that's an, a, that's an, an yeah. cultured liquor drink. Yeah. <laughs> that's a overproof rum for sure. Um, and then, like, some other flavors to kind of build off of the, like, the apple and tequila pairing. So allspice, almonds, wow. honey, vanilla, those kinds it's of things. It is so good. Seriously, really good. Well, I'm glad you like it. And, and we're releasing this episode on Halloween. So what's your favorite Halloween drink for, for the people, for the kids at home, for the, for the over 21 kids at I guess, home? I guess think back to your best college or best ever Halloween experience and what drink comes to mind as he picks up his fake gun? It's, it's, <laughs> it's like a, a musketoon or something. Yes. It's like a pirate gun. I love it. Um, my <laughs> favorite Halloween experience. Um, so I think it was junior year of college. Uh, That's a maybe, really good year for good experiences. It might have been no, maybe in senior year. It was definitely an undergrad. It was my buddy and my buddy Mike and I went as Doug and Steve Butavi from Ninth Roxbury. I appreciate that you said that because I think you saw in my eyes that I was about to ask what that meant. And I'm pretty sure I just drank like Natty Lights. But <laughs> <laughs> favorite Christmas cocktail, Natty Lights. <laughs> but it was that's probably one of my favorite Halloween's. That and the uh, my my senior year is the right after my wife and I started dating. I went as Snow White. And oh. I'm pretty sure I drank Natty Lights that night, too. Nice. She was Raphael, <laughs> like Ninja Turtles. I was Snow White. That's incredible. And my friend that was uh, Steve Butavi the, the year before was Prince Charming. Very nice. So it was just a, a, a fun... <laughs> a, like, whole, a whole thing. Yeah, it was just a whole thing. We decided to do Halloween costumes together for a couple of years. David, That's awesome. What was your favorite Halloween experience? Most of mine involved... Uh, my my fraternity and and throwing parties 
So, um, you know, that's pretty much all I have to say on that question. Nice. <laughs> I did wear this exact same costume the last three years, though. I think it's growing on me. I love it. I love it. Uh, Zach's not your look costume. of disgust in his eyes not right now. Not the costume. The costume there. is very lame. I'm the captain. <laughs> <laughs> I am the captain. My favorite drink is definitely the zombie. The zombie. The dream eater. The, 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 dream, the dream eater is definitely taking the cake. Wait, as wait, the wait. Most memorable. Did we talk about why you called it the dream eater? Like, let's really think about this. The why dream did you call eater. Why did you call it the dream eater? All right. So this is uh, this is weird. Uh, dream eater, right? So first, I believe it's a Pokemon move. <laughs> but uh, that's. I, the, I believe wow, that you are I correct. I love it. I believe that you are correct. But ghastly. Uh, <laughs> Don't go back to your corner, whiskey. (laughs) So uh, it's a Pokemon move, but it's also a riff or a variation on a classic zombie. And zombies want what? They want to eat your brain. Right. So Dream Eater uh, is a nod to zombie in Pokemon and delicious drinks. Does this make you dream? Probably. And then the zombies eat it. I think it yes. makes you not dream. O- only if you have two. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't imagine having two. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're going to wrap this up. Uh, we, we didn't think we would make it this far, but we did somehow. Um, so every week we ask our guests one question, even one though question. this is our Halloween special. But we always ask it. I think we still have to ask it. It's a special Halloween question that's always asked. Yes. S- <laughs> that we will ask it. Next week as well. <laughs> also, so, for the week after but Halloween David, special. David, you, I asked it last time. So I'll, I'll go for it. Go I'll, for I'll it. just shoot my shot. So, so Ross, hmm. you're working for PowerServe. You're from Augusta. You've been here for a while. And, and you know, because you know us, that our uh, tagline is drop the disc. Hmm. Hashtag, in fact, drop the disc. Absolutely. So we're trying to drop the disc from Augusta. And, and what we ask every guest, as you know, is what dropping the disc from Augusta means to you. I think I've been asked this same question before. Deja vu, right? Deja I hope you have vu. a good answer. Um, I think my answer is going to be slightly different, in, but in the same spirit and same same um, vein. As I can it play it back previously. for you if you want. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, um, in all honesty, I, I think it, in one word, is summed up as support. I think... Um, Disgusta in general has been uh, really it really embodies like the spirit of lack of support that Augusta has experienced for so long from its youth and from the people that were born and raised here right like they fled Adam Fulmer on the one of the last episodes talked about um, fleeing Augusta where where he stayed and that's definitely the the banner that I wave and my family waves as well I think it is supporting people like Zach. I think it's supporting people like uh, Amanda at American Journeyman and uh, Vintage Julie and uh, all the, the downtown uh, spots that we all love. It's, it's support. In one word, that's, that's what Drop the Disc means to me. Thank you. That was beautiful. Fantastic. So we've already asked Ross, but uh, let's, let's throw it over to you. And you have experience with this question as well, so this should be a breeze. So, yeah, I do have a little bit of experience with this question. <laughs> um, First of all, some shade. <laughs> so, I mean, with, with all equal parts, that's like my little side hustle, passion project, whatever. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about elevating that that cocktail culture in Augusta. Right. It's it's about demystifying and showing people that it's not super hard to make delicious drinks. It's also about making delicious drinks that are weird and have three different boozes in them and some sherry and vanilla and all that stuff. And that's what we're drinking right now. Exactly. A product of passion. The product of passion. Yeah. So, um, you know, through all equal parts, like I've done classes, I've done like spirit tastings and all these things where I'm just trying to educate people and, and, have people understand that it's not hard to get quality things to imbibe, whether that's a cocktail or that's a neat spirit. And I guess that's kind of what dropping the disc is meaning to me uh, right now. It's, 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 uh, you know, taking something and elevating it. And I'm not saying I'm personally dropping the disc alone. I'm just saying that I'm trying my best to, to elevate that culture and and to show people that, that, that you can you can you can have you can expect good things without being right. pretentious or without uh, you know seeming odd at a party or you know showing up to a podcast with four drinks for for your friends to try. It's yeah. it's just hey, it, it doesn't have to be weird. It just it can be delicious and it can be really really simple and easy. And by the way, we appreciate that you showed up with four drinks. Um, yes, I'll speak for myself when I say I did not expect this many, <laughs> but I'm not upset that you did it. I am upset that you tricked me into drinking a raw egg, but it was still good, and I still drank the whole thing, so incredible. I can't be that upset. <laughs> oh. All right, man. Well, thank you for thank all you of so this. Much, um, I want to shout out uh, Wiko is in the studio right now. Say hi to everybody at home. What's up, guys? He's been waiting for this Thanks, moment guys. for a long time. <laughs> uh, yes. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Happy Halloween. Uh, hope you see us out. Thank uh, you, Wiko Studios, for letting us be here. Shout out to Wiko for hosting. Shout out to Zach for being the uh, the one of our guests that actually did a great costume. Shout out to Ross yes. for trying. Yes, he um, tried. <laughs> shout out to uh, David not trying. I'm wearing a captain's and hat. I'm the captain last now. night I was cutting my pants and shirt to make this happen. You know, I actually do have, uh, I do have jean shorts that short. I almost copied you, mm. but then I was like, I can't copy him. Mm. You just wouldn't have had a wig. I wouldn't have had a wig, so I wouldn't so have done it, it as well. Lame. Yeah, so I couldn't have right. done it. Right. He's gone. <laughs>